All right, we are back. This is another episode of This Is Not What I Expected, and guess who's back? Oh, hey. How's it going? Are you going to say your name? Yeah, it's Patrick, guys. What's (laughs) up? Um, This segment, we uh, just kind of came up with now, and we'll see how long it flows. Yeah, just something kind of, I don't know, fun. It is fun. Yeah. (laughs) You say that like you're skeptical. (laughs) (laughs) So... This one, we decided uh, we're going to react to the subreddit, uh, Clients from Hell. So essentially, I guess we'll just tell each story um, and react to it. Yeah, well, like, I'm sure that we've all had clients from hell. That's the thing. We all have had clients from hell. Is there an echo in here? You know? (laughs) But uh, it's so true, and it's really nice to hear about other people's experiences because in some way or another, we can relate to them. It doesn't make you feel alone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully you guys can relate to them too. Um, And you can tell us how maybe you would react in these situations because I'm sure we all have our own ways. Yes. All right. Hit us with this. All right. So let's hit the first one. This is by uh, Miss Ma'am, sir. Fancy. Found my weirdest client of all time. This guy reached out to me randomly through LinkedIn. That's a new one. LinkedIn. I haven't updated my LinkedIn in forever. You know what? I did the other day. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it's been like five years. Mine still still says I'm pretty sure that I'm like a neuroscience student. Oh, yeah. I mean a long time. You're still in school. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Let's read the story here. Clear my throat. So this random guy who owns a strangely named film company... Messaged me out of the blue on LinkedIn chat. His company has two poorly made films that look like they were shot on a home video recorder. Parts at least, and the sound is horrible. The way this guy types, I'm terrible at speaking. Fair play. The website is a joke on mobile, and even on desktop, links don't work and some buttons have typos. His YouTube intro video from five years ago has laughably bad 3D with big animation errors. And the titles of his films are related to pimping and something a little more serious. Oh, okay. It was a little irritating to talk to him at times because every other post of his is all capitalized and contains no periods. He said, I want to make this image of my daughter come to life by making her shake her hair with her eyes winking and a blowing kiss. Guys, just to, just to give you a heads up on these, like we also have we're reading these alive. We did yeah. not read these beforehand, so if they end up terrible or awkward, yeah, that's if this just, sounds really strange. Just because I'm reading this, this from the, my phone. This is <laughs> this is it. All right, Kate, getting it raw right here. So unfiltered. Is this is this the end of it? No, I'm. Oh, let, let me continue. Sorry. And later he requested that she say, "I love you, Daddy." This is so weird. He asked me to go get a voice for this too, which I said he'd have to take care of. So that's a little creepy, right? I mean, I don't know if it's for his daughter's birthday or whatever, but it's a bit stupid and creepy. Like he's really attracted to his daughter or something. Either way, I did it and got a hundred bucks for it. I don't know if I undersold it. Originally I said 75, but he wanted a more realistic hair toss from the shoulder of this black and white 2D drawing animated in After Effects. Pretty sure AE has no realistic hair plug-in, so I took a video portion of a woman's hair on YouTube, keyed in the black hair, and put it behind the current head. It's an awkward movement, but for this guy, I'm sure it seems like top-tier quality. (laughs) He wants to work more with me, which is when I did all that research I mentioned earlier. He also posted that art I made for him on his Facebook page and claimed he made this 2D animation that I made. And then he liked his own post... (laughs) 
And then he shared his own post with himself. (laughs) (laughs) So it was right above the original post on his own timeline. Brilliant. (laughs) I just never encountered this brand of client before, and I found it entertaining enough to share here. There's more funny things to this, but if I were to get into it, it might reveal the client identity. Okay. Well, damn, I wish they did. I wish they went into more detail. I'm so, I want to see this animation. I do too. I'm so curious when he's describing it. I'm like, I don't know anything about animation, but damn, that sounds confusing. (laughs) I was going to say, first thing that comes to mind for this is just really how some clients just kind of say, I want this thing done. And it sounds like the most odd vision in the world. But sure enough, if you search the internet, you will find someone who can do it. That is very true. There's so many fiber. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, so I'm going to expose Megan right now. That oh, come on. Right before we, we were talking about, you know, she is still exploring, you know, aspects of this podcast. And, you know, we were talking about, you know, maybe music or stuff that she wants for it. But, um, you know. I said Fiverr, okay? Yeah. I'm going to hate you to it. Yeah. Sorry. So, guys, uh, the website Fiverr, which, you know, it imagine if it was just pronounced slightly slightly in a more interesting way i guess megan fiver fiver fiver.com baby uh all right let's get back to this um yes. do you want to read the next one well i i'm i'm still kind still, of blown away by this oh you're still processing i'm still okay. processing like <laughs> like i'm kind of more interested in the whole story here where the whole purpose did you, did you say the whole purpose of this was for a a birthday present? Yes. Yeah. So he wanted to create this for his, I believe it was his daughter's birthday. Yeah. And he wanted it to say, I love you, daddy. So <laughs> isn't that such a weird thing to get for someone? Yeah. If you were going to. Do you think it's actually his daughter though? I, well, that's why. Baby? Well, maybe I just want to walk through this. That's why it's like, it's kind of yeah. saying, you know, if you were getting someone a present, would you get them an animation of themselves saying I love you? That no. seems weird. No. That yeah. just seems freaking strange. Seems a little bit, yeah. Seems yeah. a little suspicious. Yeah. I mean. And he wanted her to wink her eyes and blow a kiss. Yeah. This is again starting to sound really not like a daughter thing. This is this is what I'm going to repeat from the, uh, the story. Please. That's a little creepy, right? Yeah. That is a, <laughs> that's a lot of creepy. Just a little bit. (laughs) Okay, well, we won't mull over this too much. Let's jump on to the next one. Yeah, tell us what you guys think, because I'm very curious. You can pick one here. All right. Is this this one right here that you just left for me? Okay. (laughs) So, uh, the title of this one, guys, is The Client Didn't Read Contracts. I explained the contract before she signed it. She signed it. Now she is mad about it. Okay, before (laughs) I even get into the story, has this ever happened to you? Megan, has this happened to you? Yeah. A hundred percent, yes. Yeah, all the time. (laughs) We talk about how important it is for just like media literacy to exist and being very technologically savvy when it comes to expressing your work. But at the same time, just being able to read in general is very important, eh? I mean, so for me being a consumer, I understand the pain of reading a contract. But I mean, if you have concerns, it's probably worth reading because, you know... Yeah. Okay. Well, Something let's, might come up. Anyway, let's, 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 let's see what happened with the story. Uh, this client has not done a professional photo shoot before. I knew that before she signed the contract, I tried to explain one part of it that I knew would be new to her. Okay. She is not a good listener and I had a <laughs> feeling she didn't absorb it. 
Whenever I tried to bring it up again, she didn't want to hear it. That's not very helpful as well, you know, if the client doesn't even want yeah. to listen. Um, now that the photo shoot is over, she is realizing what I tried to explain to her, which was explicitly stated in a 1.25 page document. Very specific about the page numbers yeah. on this contract. <laughs> that quarter really said, Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and she is fuming. She wants to talk about it, and I know she is going to try to blame me and be extremely condescending and lecture as she has a tendency to do in any conversation. Okay. All right. Uh, some context. She has also shown as of late that she does not read even the most brief emails uh, we send. She has an idea in her mind of what it says and just goes with it instead of actually reading the one to four sentences. We cannot have a productive relationship between this issue and the pattern of aggression and condensation, condensation, condescension, (laughs) right? Okay. Wow. So this was, this was really not very detailed, this story. Oh, that's it? That's the end of the story. I have so many questions. I think like this, what's very interesting about the person who wrote this. It seemed more like a rant. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they were very specific about the number of stuff, like 1.25 page contract and one to four sentences. It's like, clearly they're specific in some way and vague in the others. Um, I do have the comments underneath and some person asked out of curiosity, what was the detail that she kept ignoring? And the contract was for a specific number of final retouched licensed images. Ah, All right. Okay. So, so let's reflect on this one because this one, this one seems relative to the last story, a little bit more common to what we've encountered before. Right, Megan? Yes. <laughs> this is a little more common for right. sure. Um, so what do you think? Yeah. I mean. People that don't read the contracts. That's a tough one. So I think the biggest thing is to, of course, make sure that they are reading it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, if how do you Like, how do you make sure, though? You just, like, you kind of just got to hope they do. Yeah, see, that's where it's that's where it gets hard because it's like there's only so much that you can do. Yeah. And then really, at that point, once they've signed the contract, they're kind of legally bound to whatever the terms of the contract are. So, you know, I've had situations where I have to be like, as per the contract yeah. that you signed. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I know we've talked before where I really hate babysitting people. Yeah. It goes back to that where it's like, if you want to get into this, you need to like read the contract because that should be what's expected of you, you know? Totally. I think that I, I've had so many experiences where the contract is like, they treat it like nothing almost, you know, it's, it's one of those situations where they think, okay, well I can just ask for whatever I want anyways. And then unfortunately they kind of end up getting hooped about it. Fortunately, fortunately, uh, in a lot of, you know, I should say like, just like States or provinces or whatever, it's, um, a lot of the times like the law is pretty helpful towards photographers in these cases. Yeah. Um, which is good, but yeah, no, you don't ever want to make people upset. It's just kind of, damn, read your contracts, people. Read your contracts. Yeah. Um, do one more, Megan? Yes, let's do one last one. And then if you guys, let us know if you guys are enjoying it. And then we can always um, do more. We'll do more. And if you don't enjoy it, then we'll never do it again. Exactly.
You won't hear a single it'll word be, from us. It'll Ooh, be this very binary. Whoa, this one's kind of long. All right, I'm in it for Should a story. Should we just do this? Let's do it. It's the last one. I'm let's ready. Just, let's just give it to Let's just... Let's do it. Whatever that was, yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. So this is the title of this story in particular. You're amazing, but you're worth one-eighth of what you think you are. Oh, shit. <laughs> that is a sassy fucking right? statement, I gotta Not say. Not done. We also don't understand why you don't want our business. <laughs> With a statement with the PR like that, I can't imagine why oh, they're not I can't getting wait. business. <laughs> okay, so they've already apologized for the long post, but they've been holding on to this for a while. So let's see. I have a side business where I perform, sing, facilitate for traditional Punjabi cultural pre-wedding events. It's a service that's pretty common in other countries, but still relatively unique here in the U.S., especially in New, New Jersey. It's all right there. Megan, reading is tough, as we've just established in the last Do you story. know how much I've had to read today? Okay. It was something that I've always enjoyed doing growing up, so I turned it into a business, naturally. I put together the Facebook page, got the logo created, put up a Craigslist... <laughs> Craigslist ad. <laughs> you can get through this, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, for as many of these friends and relatives I'd sang at over the years, there wasn't much video for whatever reason. There was some, but I was still in the process of getting the clips from those people and didn't have a real setup yet. While this was being done, I received my very first response to my Craigslist ad. I'm sorry, I just gotta say before we continue. Craigslist... Like, that's where they live. Um, anyway. Yeah, if you guys, if you, so a little history on that. Um, why don't you, uh, after this episode, go on a Craigslist and search www. up. W dot. <laughs> go on a Craigslist and search up any photography related gig and let us know what you find. Because I already know. And that's why we're laughing. <laughs> okay, so continuing. A woman contacted me and said she was arranging the entertainment for her friend's pre-wedding event. Her friend is the bride who wanted traditional Punjabi songs to be sung and that old school experience. Great, what a perfect fit. She asked me if I had any video I could send to them, and I advised that I was still waiting on getting a reel made, but I could send them some raw video of me singing so they could hear my voice and get a feel for the types of songs that I sing. The woman said that this was fine. My fees range from six... Well, oh, okay, wow, I, I'm just stupid at reading. Six to eight hundred dollars an mm. event right now, which are on par with market value for wedding music slash entertainment performers in this sub-industry. But I hadn't had my first official gig yet, so I was desperate. I said that I could do it for $450 plus $50 to cover the travel as the event was in the same state. However, it was two hours away from me in, a, in Atlantic City. What is... Why am I so bad at... I don't know. You're, you're reading like this guy does math. You could just say 500 but all right. Listen. Go on. That's what she wrote. She wrote 450k. Then to come off as generous, I said I'd actually waive the travel fee since it was our first time working together. Oh, I can tell you already, going above and beyond for clients is <laughs> probably the worst possible thing. She responded saying 450 was going to be too much for their budget and could I please take $400? I begrudgingly agreed if they paid in full at time of booking. I made a few shoddy-looking but clear-sounding videos on my phone and sent them over. Didn't hear from her for a couple of weeks, so I emailed to follow up. It was her husband that responded. 
saying that they were still working on some minor details with the host and hence the delay. He said they should be able to close our paperwork out that week and would send me the deposit. He also asked for two references and videos of me performing at an event. Not too bad so far. Maybe we just weren't communicating very well. I advised that the videos that were being made on my discussion with his wife and explained the whole video slash real situation. We set a day slash time to meet. When we did meet, I learned that the husband slash wife are actually lead performers in a band. Plot twist. That is a plot twist. (laughs) And though they're friends with the bride, essentially, they're providing the entertainment and I'd be getting paid out of what they're getting paid. I handed them a hard copy of my service agreement, to which they responded something to the effect of, Wow, you're so formal. (laughs) When I advised that I did the same, even when I did henna for Indian brides, they seemed astounded that someone in the Indian wedding industry would be so formal. We've worked in this industry for years and never seen that. Now they had, I guess. After our meeting, I got the following email. Thanks for your time the other day. I did a review of the service contract and would like to suggest a few changes. Oh no, it's a list! Oh, shit. (sighs) Number one. Please change the duration of the performance from one to two hours from the start of the performance. I will confirm the exact start time to the extent possible, but as you are aware, it is an Indian wedding, which typically follows IST. Number two. Please add that artist will partner and... Well, what does that say? God, their spelling is not the greatest. I'm sorry. Please add that artist will partner with another vocalist from XYZ to deliver the performance. Number three. Please add that you will be a part of the team team and will not solicit business as an individual. Number four, has the right to record and publish any recording of the event as per their promotion via various social media and artists will provide full permission for the same. Okay. Number five, (laughs) clients will compensate no more than $20 if there are any parking fees charged at the venue. Artists will make all reasonable attempts to find free or economical parking at the venue. Since you have not been able to provide any verifiable references or recordings of your past performance to cover our reputation risk and to meet the client request of getting a group female singer, we would like to add a clause that you will get together with us to do at least two one-hour sessions prior to the event to prep. Holy Oh my god, it just goes on. Given that we are working with each other for the first time, it makes sense for both of us to be cautious as I am absolutely certain that after this event, We will not need any type of formal contract and so much back and forth. Just to give you some context, I have no paperwork whatsoever with the DJ, who is the real backbone for the entire success of this event, since it is an outdoor location which needs a lot more horsepower in terms of sound, and also configuration as we have worked with him for over three years. In terms of compensation, we will only pay 50% of the total amount of $400, which is the industry standard. Now she goes on to explain. We're almost done here. Don't worry, guys. I know it's kind of long. A. I looked them up. Even objectively, it's not a great band, so the reputation was safe. B. They literally never mentioned that the bride wanted a group of female singers, nor did they mention that their intention was to have me perform for them or with their singers. C. After I had already discounted the quote and was going to have to drive two hours each way to the gig, They limited the payment for parking and unilaterally decided to cut my fee in half. D. There isn't even an industry standard for my service because I'm essentially one of the few people in my area that does it so the market is still being created. 
and I know that none of those people charges $200 for a two-hour performance, four hours of travel, and two hours of rehearsal with strangers. They made it seem like they were seeking me out for my particular service, when they could have just been honest from the beginning and said, we just need to add a singer to our band for this event. Them not having paperwork with the DJ that they work with has nothing to do with me. <laughs> Though I was eager for my first official client, even I couldn't devalue my services like that. I wrote back to them, respectfully declining, and giving them the best wishes for a wonderful event. They didn't get it and thought that all their changes were in line with our discussion. They weren't. It took multiple tense and polite messages for them to understand that I was not going to take the gig. Wow. <laughs> Holy. Okay. First reaction right now. Uh, client, what a wild ride. <laughs> client from hell, yes, but also just like, just way, way too much desperation for a gig. Yeah. In my opinion. And, and to and. Man, maybe uh, that's too harsh. I don't know if that's too harsh because I, that's certainly not my industry. But wow, yeah. I would like you got it. I don't I know mean, what goes into this person's job, but I know yeah. what goes into their time, right? Yeah. I think like I've definitely been broke before and I can understand the feeling of like, oh, like I'll take anything. But I have learned over time it is so much better to put your foot down. Because, like the saying goes, you give an inch and they take a mile. Yes. I've had clients like that so often. And, you know, I only recently stopped doing that. And my life is so much less stressful. Oh, <laughs> man. I, uh, clients like that, oh, my God. And for Craigslist, what? <laughs> yeah, this just sounded like like too much trouble from the start. Yeah. Almost, you know, I think. You know, it's weird, too. And. Call it my intuition. Go on. Sometimes you can kind of sense when clients are going to be like that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Especially if they're iffy on the price. Just the questions. I think it's always the questions that follow that can indicate if you're going to have a bad client. Yeah. Uh, just because it's questions where um, I, I always find it strange with questions of that are related to A, credibility. Yeah. Um, and price. Oh, yeah. Those questions usually throw me off. And the reason why is because if you are someone who is concerned about credibility, if you're concerned and said, you know, who is this person? Are they going to actually get me the service that I want? I guarantee that with the live internet age that we have, that whatever you are looking for, you can find exactly what you need. Is it going to cost you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but that being said, like if you want something super reliable, I think that with enough research, you will find a grand selection. Yeah. But that ties into the second factor as well to say price, you know, yeah. you can't have the best of both worlds, unfortunately, yeah, exactly. you, you know, yes, you want a balance in between, but Hey, um, there is a reason why higher quality things do cost more, right? Yeah. And usually it's because of the years of experience and just the general idea that you won't have a headache to deal with. Yeah. I mean, they didn't have a contract with their DJ. Like, can't even imagine. Might be working out fine for them now, but just wait. One day that's going to be a shitstorm. Well, and it's so <laughs> interesting that they were so particular about paperwork. About what? After, yeah, about what not, she was doing. After not they being involved nothing. with paperwork at all, you know? Very interesting, yeah. 
Um, I think that especially with, I can't, God, I can't imagine having a client like that. Oh, like I have. so many. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess I have as well. Just recently, it's been pretty safe. I might have to leave this for another episode, but do you remember my, um, list of requirements? Clients? Oh my Lord. Yes. Kate. Yes. Guys, seriously, this is a story worth hearing, but it's a long one. So we're going to have to definitely wait for another episode to go through it. Yeah, um, it is. It is a trip. Oh, it's, it's a goddamn journey and I don't want to hype it <laughs> up too much, but just, just think about in your own personal life. Think about like, don't even think about photography. Just think about in your own personal life when someone has just communicated super strangely to you and requested the most ridiculous things. I think that most people can speak to an experience like that. And this one is pretty outrageous. I might just have to do that yeah. so that you guys can experience what I experienced because that was... 100%. That was a wild time. Well, I guess that kind of settles it for now for this episode. Yeah, totally. This was fun though. I like reacting yeah, to stories. Yeah, no, it was it makes, it, fun. And it's, it just makes we you could think go of on your own hours. stories. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like doing just a few stories... It's the first time. It's a little feeler. It's a little feeler, you know, to see if people really like things. A little taster, you know. (laughs) It was fun, though. I'm really surprised by all of those stories, to be honest. Um, I think my favorite, because it was so weird, was the first one. Yeah, Um, I I agree. I really want to... Super uncommon. You know, (laughs) if you guys ever hear anything like that on the internet and you somehow find it, send it our way. Yeah, I would love to see that. Because it sounded... I need to go on that Reddit, that that subreddit. (laughs) We need a little bit of a bigger deep dive here. Yeah, (laughs) I need to go back onto that. (laughs) But thank you guys for listening. Um, I guess we'll call it a day for that one. Thanks, Patrick, again for of course coming to be back. We will see you guys uh, another day. Have well, I was gonna say have a good night. Oh my god, it's been a long day. Goodbye. (laughs) 